Okay. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, guys. guys. Okay. After the Fed meeting last week, where it said it's done with rate hikes and will likely cut interest rates by about 75 basis points next year, the stock market saw an incredible rally. But in the following days, the excitement died down as investors worried about rate cuts, but they won't come in the first half of 2024. So the question is, are stocks overbought? And will the rally that started before the Fed meeting, will this continue into the new year? Look, as we said last uh, time, right, basically in the, in the real markets on the 10-year Treasury, uh, it's akin to the Fed cutting rates three to four times next year. And that's what we saw, right? We saw the 10-year Treasury go from 5% yield down to 390, something like that this morning. Um, so rates have really backed off. That's the akin to four Fed rate cuts, right? So um, stocks really ran into this. I think that, you know, this is obviously the Santa Claus rally. It's been the firm's base case scenario all the year that this would be the snack back year from last year. Uh, and we've seen more than a snapback with the S&P 500 up over 23%, something like that year to date. Um, a lot of that growth, you know, 75% of it concentrated in the Magnificent Seven, as Mike's talked about quite a few times. Um, I think that this is the best world uh, being factored in right now. You have rates levelizing, right? Probably rates bounce from here, I, I would expect. But, you know, you have around a 4% 10-year treasury. Uh, you have an economy that's not too hot, not too cold, and you have a market that reflects it with a lot of optimism going into year end. Uh, do I think this rally is going to continue into next year? Maybe the first couple of weeks, but I think we've seen a huge move, and I think everybody should be happy uh, with results this year, uh, whether you're in stocks or bonds. Uh, we, we've had a great year here, and uh, certainly um, I see less opportunity going into the first half of next year. In fact, uh, for those of you who made our firm economic and market update this year, uh, you know, we laid out the scenario where we're going to have a rough first half um, because we've borrowed uh, so much in, in market returns uh, from next year. And I think this rally is a little bit overdone here. Okay. And for the second question, as we near the year, as we near the end of the year, what kind of year end tax planning moves should investors do before New Year's Day? Can you explain to us what tax loss harvesting is? Absolutely. Well, there are a number of different financial planning variables that people can look forward to in, in order to basically get yourself set up into the end of the year. But for, for the purposes of this answering this question directly, tax loss harvesting is a really important tool because what you do is you go through the individual components and the variables of your portfolio. And obviously in an up year like this, the majority of things, especially when you use an ETF-based solution, are going to be higher. But you may have certain individual components of your portfolio that are trading at a modest loss. If you do that, you can sell the position, invest in something similar, not exactly the same. If you want to invest in the same security, you have to wait 31 days in order to not violate the wash sale rules and actually realize the loss. So you sell the security and you buy something very similar. So I'm going to give a real-life example of something that we did last year to create carry forward losses. Last year when energy was up 35, 40%, we were selling incrementally energy. Technology was actually having an incredibly poor year and it was our case that tech was gonna bounce back this year, which in hindsight, um, it very much did. So we were selling some of our energy longs, investing in technology. When we started to buy technology in the beginning of the summer, we were a little bit early and that holding the QQQ continued to go lower. We actually sold QQQ at a modest loss and bought ONEQ, which is another NASDAQ-based ETF, realizing that loss, 
investing in the same security. So you not, not exactly the same, but you had similar market-based exposure. And then the NASDAQ ultimately ended up coming back. So what you do is you lock in, you realize that loss, you maintain market-based exposure. So you have to find something equal or close to, to invest in. But by doing that, you can deduct either $3,000 off your taxes every single year, or you carry forward these losses and suspensions. So looking at this year, now we're in a position where we're able to have a more portfolio flexibility and realize gains against some of those carry forward losses, or you can wash gains and basically just soak up some of those losses that are sitting there carrying forward in suspension because you have to utilize them at some point, or you can deduct $3,000 off your taxes every single year. So it creates a little bit of a tax efficiency tool and portfolio flexibility. But by doing this, you have to look through a lot of the individual components of your portfolio. Remember, you can't just sell almost anything. It's got to be something that is at a loss on a year-to-date basis. Or since you had, since and you, you know, like, like we did last year, to your point, harvesting these losses, even if you don't use them that year, accumulating them, right? Holding them uh, is the right thing to do. And especially, you know, for our clients uh, who ha- will have capital gains down the road, even on property, and you can balance off those capital gains you know, from the sales of stocks with, or capital losses rather, with gains from property, et cetera, businesses. So uh, check with your CPA, but there are some wonderful tools. And that's why, to Michael's point, every year we look at harvesting uh, our clients' losses in non-qualified accounts. Yeah, we look at the year-to-date realized gains, losses, everything, trying to balance some of these off as best we can, because you don't want too much in realized gains in a year either, because that just means you're going to have to pay more in taxes. Okay, guys, thanks. That was really great. And if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at qquestiontuesday.com, and we'll be back next week.